Spirit of God, I bless your name. Almighty Father, thank you, Lord. You are able. You are more than able. You are able. You are more than able. Have your way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lead us as you have always been doing. And this time, take us even deeper in thee, in the name of Jesus. We bless you for what you will do, you have done, and you, and you are doing in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Mrs. Naimo, please, you're welcome. I am a savior, please, you're welcome. Galatians chapter 5, the verse number 22. Galatians chapter 5. If somebody can help me, please. Galatians chapter 5, the verse number 22. Galatians chapter 5. Is this the moment when I'm done? I'll call you. Galatians chapter 5, the verse number 22. We are dealing with the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter number 5, the verse number 22. Kindly add the verse number 23 for me, great man. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. The 23 is coming. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, temperance, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Laws have been made to catch offenders. And the Bible is telling us that there, there, there is a certain character to put on. When you put on these characters, no law can arrest you. No law can call you a guilty man. No law can give you nine years imprisonment and ten years imprisonment, life imprisonment. Against these characters that has been mentioned. And all these things that have been mentioned or listed in Galatians chapter number five, the verse number 22. They are the vivid characters of, of the Lord that he wants his sons, his daughters to also possess. So if you, have, if you have followed us, you will know that we have talked about a lot of them by the grace of God. And today I want to talk about the fruit of joy. The fruit of joy. Today is uh, World's Happiness Day. So I want to talk about the fruit of joy. The fruit of joy. I have talked about self-discipline and temperance. I have talked about meekness. I have talked about a lot of things. I have talked about gentleness. I have talked about long suffering. I have talked about goodness. And today I want to talk about the fruit of joy. You need this fruit. And so take your time and let the Lord teach us today. I need this fruit. You also need this fruit. So let's take our time and let's allow the Lord to work on us. I'm a Henrita. Please, you will come. So the topic for today is very simple. The fruit of joy. I am, I, I am taking it one by one by the grace of God. And this is what I want to talk about today. So if you are here with us, this is what you came to meet. The fruit of joy. So there are a lot of fruits that the law expects us to have, to bear. And one of them is the fruit of joy. What is the intention of the Lord giving us this fruit? He wants us to be like him. The goal is not to be like man. The goal of Christianity is to be like Jesus. Sir, the reason why we go to church every day is not to be like our pastor. It's not for people to know that we are, we are churchgoers or we are Christians. The reason why we go to church always is not for people to, to call us churchgoers. There is a primary goal and that primary goal is to be like Jesus. Anything apart from this is a scam. <laughs> so why do we study the word of the Lord? To be like Jesus. Why do we pray? To be like Jesus. Whatever we are doing the primary goal is to be like Jesus. Why, why, why is Jesus telling us, get closer to me, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Do this and do that. Everything that the Bible is saying, if you are able to take your time and study, 
you will know that the primary aim is to be like Jesus. Are we together? And so, you, we are not just supposed to go to church. We are not just supposed to dress beautifully to go to church. There is a primary goal. And that is to be like Christ. I have said it on this platform numerous of times. That there is difference between charisma and character. Charisma can make you feel good. Can make people love you. Hello? Listen to it. Character can make people, charisma can make people love you. Is it okay now? Please. People can run to you because of how prayerful you are, because of how you speak the word, because of how active you are. You are, you are very charismatic. You are very, very charismatic. When you start to pray, people will clap their hands for you. It is good. When we say we are embarking on a fasting, the way you alone you do it is amazing. When we say we are going for a retreat, the way you position yourself and the way you are able to do the things of God is amazing. And there is something that goes beyond that. There is something that goes beyond that that is very important. That is your character. And I'm not talking about the character of the old man. There is a character the Lord wants us to put on. In our newness, anyone that has come to accept Christ, receive Christ, must put on this character. That is why this, this nine spirits of the spirit has been provided. If you are able to see these things operate in you, then gradually you will know that you are becoming like Christ. The first day I preached it, I, talk, I, I told you that it is not a one-day journey. It takes time. I remember when we got to long suffering. I took my time to explain a lot of things. That it takes time. Transformation is not at once. It takes time. But whilst it is taking its time, you must still be connected to God. There are some of us, the Lord will be work, working on us. And then we take, we take excuse. We go to the world and go and do whatever we want and then we come back. We go to the world and we go, we go, we go and destroy ourselves. We go and dirty ourselves. Sometimes we can, be, we can be very prayerful. We can pray for like two months, three months, five months. And we use six months to engage the enemy. We go to we, we, six months. We go and leave. Long leave. Just to, just to enjoy the world. That is not what I'm talking about. If you have come to Christ, you must remain in Christ. If you have come to Christ, you must remain in Christ. And that is why the Lord, by his mercy, has made provision unto us so that we can be like him. And today one of them is called the spirit of joy or the fruit of joy. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So the Bible says that the fruit of the spirit is love. And then he mentioned a lot of them. The, the Greek word for the word joy is kara. C-H-A-R-A. That is the Greek word. C-H-A-R-A. Kara. And if you take your time and study the word of the Lord, it has been used 59 times in the New Testament. In the New Testament, it has been used 59 times. I say these things for the benefit of the Bible students. So the word kara, joy, has been used 59 times in the New Testament. And it simply means cheerfulness, calm delight, gladness. It simply means to be exceedingly joyful. Yes exceedingly joyful and why is the lord leading us to have this spirit in us sir the lord is telling us that as christians 
we should not be walking around with our with with, 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 with our faces looking every day it looks as if we are we are carrying the problems of the world some people are going around every day their faces frown some are having sore faces we are the countenance alone will not even win the soul to Christ the countenance alone they look like what, what they have been through everything about their countenance displaces what they have been through the Lord knows that life involves a lot of things and so there is something there is a spirit there is a character he wants us to have it is called the spirit of joy or the fruit of joy because he wants us to always have a good attitude the lord wants us to always be happy and always be joyful must must come to you they, 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 they must see you and be happy that they are Christians there are a lot of men of God people cannot get closer to them because of the appearance because of how they look because of their countenance but if you have the real joy of the Lord in you it reflects even in your countenance if the joy of the Lord is in you if the fruit of joy is in you it reflects in your countenance when people see you they feel comfortable to approach you at any time i know we all have problems we all have bad days sometimes we get bad days but that doesn't mean we should be upset and angry all the time there are some of us because of certain bad breaks and certain bad days and certain bad times we go around always putting on an angry face. Some of us, we are always angry. As if we always, we always have problem with men. Some of us, we don't look cheerful at all. We are always angry. And that is what I'm talking about. We are always angry. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean I don't know what life entails so. I know sometimes it's not easy that is why you cannot do it on your own that is why you need the spirit you need the fruit of joy I pray that may the Lord cause you to begin to bear these fruits so that your life will be beautiful extra extra beautiful being angry at yourself will never solve anything being upset with yourself because of the situation will never bring a solution. But one thing that I am sure it does is that it is able to magnify the problem. When you are always sad because of a situation, you are magnifying the situation. Come on, you are pleased you welcome. When you are always sad, when you are always putting not a, a putting on a, a, a sad face, a sad countenance because of a situation, because of a problem, one thing it does is that it helps you to magnify the problem always. That is why the Lord wants to release into our spirit the fruit of joy. If you keep on being angry about a situation for far too long, sir. It will come back to worry you one day. It simply means you are magnifying the problem. It simply means you don't know the power that the Lord carries. It simply means you don't know who the Lord is. Because if you know that your father is a Santehine, and a Santehine can do all things for you in the Asante kingdom, when somebody offends you, when somebody uh, uh, is able to do something against you, you don't get angry over it because you know your father can deal with the person. When you are hungry, you don't get angry because you know your father can provide. This is it. So if, if, if somebody who is a son to the Asantehini is having or is enjoying these privileges 
Knowing that I, that I don't need to be angry because I am hungry. I don't need to be angry because I am not having a better education. My father is the Santeri. He is able to provide. He, he is able to provide good education, and so he will also give me good ed education. All that I've got to do is to go to him, Daddy. I I want to change my school. I don't need to get angry over this, sir. There is no problem or situation or challenge that a man. A man goes through that God is not aware. There is a message behind every challenge. There is a message behind every trouble. There is a message behind everything that a man goes through. And one attitude, one character you need is that you must possess the fruit of joy in all things. Hallelujah. Are we together? There is this scripture I love so much. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Or 13, 15. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Or Proverbs 13, 15. I say, a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is broken. I think Proverbs 15, 13. Somebody help me. Proverbs 15, 13. Or 13, 15. I believe Proverbs 15, 13. So Proverbs 15 13 says that a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow. Thank you very much, great one. Hey, Papa, beloved, help me appreciate the presence of Apostle Brian Mahwende. Papa, we appreciate your coming. God bless you for, for passing through. We love you so much, sir. Thank you so much. He's a man that blessed us during the gathering of the saints. So Proverbs chapter 15 verse 13 says, A glad heart makes a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is broken. We love you more, Papa. If you keep on holding on to a sorrowful heart, your spirit will be broken all the time. A lot of us are Christians, but we are having broken spirit. I'm not talking about the positive aspect of a broken spirit. I am talking about those that have allowed sorrow because of situations, because of because of turbulences, because of uh, challenges, we are all we are always moving around with a sorrowful heart, and because of that, sir, our spirit is always broken. And when your spirit is broken, there is nothing you can do that that will receive prosperity. You cannot prosper with a broken spirit. When you allow sorrow to break your spirit down. But there is one thing for sure he said a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance if your heart is glad it reflects in your countenance if your heart is glad if your heart is joyful if your heart is rejoicing if you bear in you the fruit of the spirit that is the fruit of joy always your heart is rejoicing and and and, and it helps your countenance to be beautiful a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance we are all going through something. Thank you very much, Daddy. We are all going through something. We are all, we are all having something on our hands to do with. That makes us Christians. That makes us connected to God all the time. Sometimes the Lord himself will take, take you through the school of pain. Don't take pain out. There is something in life called the school of pain. The Lord, will, the Lord himself will lead you through that. After you have gone through that, when he begins to reward you, People will not understand, but his reward is eternal. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? Our attitudes can determine how long we go through a trial. Sometimes the kind of attitude we have is able to determine how long we go through a trial. Everyone is going through a trial. But with what attitude are you going through it? What is your attitude? With what attitude? Are you going through the trial always crying? You are always sorrowful. There are some of us, even when we go to church, because of the magnitude of our sorrow, we can't even praise God. You have been so sorrowful to an extent that it has affected God's praise. Hey, that is a serious thing. Some of us, because of certain challenges we go through, it has even affected our prayer. We need the fruit of joy. We need the fruit of joy. At Sunamaha. Some people go to church and they can even forget themselves. 
They are seated, they don't know they are seated. People have stood up, they don't know people have stood up. People are clapping, they are not aware. Their mind is not with them. Because of what they are thinking about. That is not how a Christian must, must behave. We have a lot of people that go to church, they don't even know that praise is going on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of people, they go to church, but they don't even know what is going on. Clap your hands, they won't clap. Sing, they won't sing. Whatever that is going on in the church, because of a sorrowful heart, your spirit is broken. But I pray for everyone that is going through a challenge that is causing you to have a wrong attitude. I pray in the name of Jesus. May you not come out of that challenge as a lion. May you not come out of that challenge with bitterness. But by the fruit of joy, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May you come out of the challenge with a cheerful countenance in the name of Jesus. There are some of us, we look older than our age. It's not because you have given birth. It's because we think too much. It's because you have allowed sorrow to, to outwit our hearts. Most of us will look well older than our age. May the Lord help us. When you meet us and we tell you that we are 18, you are like, hey, that's a lie. You look like 43. It's not because the person has given birth. It's because of the sorrow of heart. It's because of sorrow of heart. You can look like an old man whilst you are still a young man. If you allow your countenance to be affected by sorrow always. Are we together? Are we together? So we can help ourselves by making sure that the fruit of the Spirit is always in us. I'm about to tell you some few things. I pray for you there. Close. You should be going through this life always being thankful. Always being thankful. It is the best remedy to enjoy this life. Going through this life with thankfulness is the best remedy. That is why the Bible admonishes us that in all things, it says in all things, we should give thanks to God. Am I true? Why you are going through is serious. But can you be thankful? Can you still afford to give thanks unto the Lord? It's very important. Global impact, please, you walk up. Can you still afford to give thanks to the Lord? This is one thing that the Israelites never knew. And as a result, they never did. They were not thankful for what the Lord was doing in their lives. They were living a life of complaints. They were always complaining. This is one thing they lacked. There is a scripture in Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22. I say a happy heart is good medicine. And a cheerful mind works healing. But a broken spirit tries up the bones. A happy heart is a good medicine. Mm. A happy heart. I mean, we who whatever he wants to give to man is something that will help a man. That is why he's, he has made the fruit of joy available unto us because he knows that a happy heart is a good medicine. It's a good medicine. It doesn't make you old, you won't, you won't look old. Because a happy heart is a good medicine. And a cheerful mind works healing. 
cheerful mind. So a combination of, of, of the heart and the mind is able to keep your entire body, your entire system moving. So there are some of us, because of sorrow, we have killed, we are, we are killing ourselves. Every day we are killing ourselves. We don't need that. We need the joy of the Lord. I said we need the joy of the Lord. We need to bear the fruit of joy at all times. And it's, it is by that that we can still stand in the midst of atrocities and still be cheerful. Hallelujah. So anybody that is putting on a good attitude, anybody that is being of a good cheer, one thing that you receive is that you bring good health and you bring healing even to your bodies. And so I pray that may the Lord help us. Mommy, when trouble comes, be of good cheer. Daddy, when trouble comes, be of good cheer. Let the fruit of the Spirit have its way in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. When trouble comes, be of good cheer. There is nothing that is that bad. There is nothing that is bad. It can be bad to you today. But it could have been worse. Remember that there is bad, there is worse, and there is worst. Bad, worse, worst. If you know this truth, you will always rejoice. And you always allow the fruit of joy to be at work in your life. It is, it is, it is not good. It is bad. It could have been worse. Even if the worst came against you, it could have been worse. So we always have a reason to be thankful. You said you have not eaten. And because of that, you are talking plenty. Somebody is not even having the edge to eat. Somebody's mouth is having sore. Somebody's mouth has damaged. And because of that, the person, we cannot even give the person food. It doesn't matter how rich the person is. The person can still not eat through the mouth. It must be used or given to him through tubes. And what we are passing through his tubes, sir, it is not food. It is liquid. It's even a food supplement. You didn't get fufu. You got to watch it. You are angry. You are complaining that you don't have a new shoe. Somebody is not having a leg. You see, there is nothing that is bad. You are complaining you don't have shoes. I don't have new shoes. I'm not going to church. Somebody is not having a leg. I didn't get new clothes. So somebody is having a new cloth that they can't wear. Oh, I'm walking to the to church. My husband did not take me to church. You are angry because your husband did not carry you along in the car. Some people are also fighting because somebody is not married. Somebody wants to get married. The person is having all the money. He just wants somebody to get married to. He or she is even ready to buy a car for that person. He's not getting. There is nothing that is really bad. You can still be grateful. Any lack in your life that you are complaining so much, the level you are, even with what you are, you don't have, is somebody's prayer topic. You are complaining you don't have anything. Because of that, every day you are sorrowful. Somebody somebody is praying to be like you when they see you passing they always tell God I want to be like this man but you yourself you know that you are not a complete man you know you are not a complete woman but people are dying to be like you there is nothing that is really bad that is why you must hold on to the fruit of joy there is nothing that is really bad and yet you have lost your, your son your daughter you have lost somebody dear to your heart. 
Obi kura ngu bida. Ono sunta say. You are complaining this afternoon near Juma. Obi near Juma ntem. A free nesa. Ono sunta say. I am, I am 32. No man is coming. Somebody married at the age of 24. At the age of 26, divorce came. On the I know a lady that married 24 years. If my wife is here, she's my witness. Today, serious divorce, serious disgrace. The man married her as young as she was. The man was like, oh, even if you don't know how to cook, I'm okay. You are, you are a university student. I will, I will let somebody cook for us. The, the lady accepted. Today, because of food. Today, because of food. The same thing the man said. I, I am not going by that reason. Today, because of food. You don't prepare food for me. It is your mother that comes to prepare food for me. Today, because of food. There is nothing that is really bad. If only you hold on to joy. If only. If only you hold on to joy. Mommy. If you know I assess how. Is there anything that is worse than spending eternity in hell? Is there anything worse than that? If there is nothing worse than that, then your problem is not any anything beyond. There is a way. Hallelujah. You are chosen of God. You are his child. And he loves you. The Lord adores you. He will not watch for that challenge to take your life. Please, don't get mad get glad don't get mad get glad don't get mad at issues get glad I pray in the name of Jesus may the Lord help us may the Lord cause us to bear the fruit of joy in all things no matter what we go through if you keep a cheerful and a positive attitude, you can make it through. I'm telling you. If you keep a cheerful and a positive attitude, you can make it through. And it will be a whole lot easier than just being angry and sick about it. Some people, they were not supposed to die. But because of sorrow, they are no more to be found. They are dead and gone. Because of sorrow, constant sorrow about a situation that they could have forgotten, they could have let go, they could have let off. They have held on to a, a, a constant pain, and that pain is draining them. Kakran, kakran. May the Lord help us. Can I tell you something <laughs> from today? Count your blessings and not your sorrows. I said from today, count your blessings and not your sorrows. Hallelujah. If the devil is bringing certain things into your mind, start counting your blessings. Anya she know you are blessed in one way or the other. Anya she know your life. Job said, if a tree that is cut, a tree that has been hewn down is even having hope that one day it is well. When you are able to allow the, the fruit of joy to begin to work in you. This is one thing that happens. Now, if I tell you joy is equal to strength, I'm going to prove to you. The Bible speaking in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10b. 
Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The Bible says that, And be not grieved and depressed. For the joy of the Lord is your strength and stronghold. Do not be grieved for what you are seeing. Do not be grieved for what you are going through. Do not be depressed for what you are going through. Because the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. The fruit of joy in you is your strength. Are we together? If you need any stronghold, it is in the joy of the Lord. If you need strength in the middle of the adversity, it is the joy of the Lord. And from, from today, may the joy of the Lord be your portion. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Everyone of us is going through something, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. Everyone is being faced with something, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. And you from today begin to bear the fruit of joy. It will give you strength to stand as a warrior. It will give you strength to move as a warrior. It will give you strength to triumph as a warrior. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mama, I, am, I, I admit life is hard. It is filled with trials. Sometimes sadness, pain. And I tell you, in the midst of all these things, there is something that can give you a kind of strength. To prevail and travel, there is something that can give you a kind of strength. It is called joy. It is called what? Joy. It is called what? Joy. I pray that you allow yourself for, for this joy to work in you. It is the joy of the Lord that is your strength. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you allow yourself so that this joy shall work in your heart. It will cause you to trust in the Lord at all times. It will cause you to trust in the Lord so much. I'm telling you, it will cause you to love the Lord so much. It will cause you to understand that the Lord is with you always. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The fruit of joy. If it is at work in your life, when you may take a care, I pray that let that fruit begin to germinate in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We need it more than ever. And we need it more than anything in the mighty name of Jesus. We need it more than ever. And we need it more than anything. And I pray that may the Lord give you your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It doesn't matter the, the situation you're going through. The joy of the Lord. The fruit of joy that is in us. Let me tell you something. I'm about to close. This joy I'm talking about, it is not that which the world can give. True joy cannot be given by the world. Sir, there are people that are having best certificates but they are, not, they are not being joyful. They don't have the, this joy I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about a, a, the counterfeit joy. I'm not talking about the joy of the world. I am talking about the true joy that coming from the Lord. Some people are having powerful certificates yet they are not satisfied. They are not fulfilled. They are seeing no joy in their lives. Do you know something? Hello? Are we together? Are we together? This network. Oh, Jesus. So this joy I'm talking about is not a joy that we get from the world. It 
it is not a joy that we get from material things. There are people that are rich, yet they don't have this joy I'm talking about. There are people that have everything in this world. Talk about the cars. Talk about the women. Talk about, uh, uh, talk about things. Yet, they are not finding this joy, sir. Let me tell you. Everybody is on a mission to find joy. But it's not all of us that will find it. Because true joy is hidden in Christ. Everybody wants to find joy. The reason why people buy cars is to be happy. The reason why people get married is to, is to be happy. The reason why some people travel to other countries, go for vacations, it's often vacations, vacations, that's what I get vacations. The reason why some people go for vacations is to see, is to find joy. But the truth is that even in the midst of all this, some go on these vacations and stuff, yet they come back with nothing. Yet they come back with nothing. They, they still find no joy. They still see no joy. And so I want to let you know that if you have this joy that Christ is provided, you are more happier than the man in the world. And you are very fortunate because this joy cannot be bought with money. This fruit of joy I'm talking about cannot be purchased with money. It is found in Christ and Christ alone. It is found in the Lord. That is what the Bible says. That the joy of the Lord, it is not the joy of marriage. If you want your marriage to experience the real joy I'm talking about, you and your spouse, must you must find yourself in the Lord. Because that is where the true joy is. Hallelujah. So I want to let you understand that the real joy comes from a well of life that Christ places within each believer. The well, the well of life that Christ places within each believer, that is where true joy can be found. There is, there is a well in us. It was placed in us by Christ. That is where true joy can be found. If you don't know this, you'll be searching for, you, you, you'll be thinking that, oh, if I buy a car, I'll be happy. Let me tell you something. There is something about life that, that's very funny. Do you know that when a man is not having a wife, he, he thinks that, oh, when I get married, I'll be happy. He gets married and the trouble triggers. Okay, maybe it's because I've not given birth. They give birth and another trouble arises. Oh, it's because maybe I've given birth and I'm not having a car. He tries to buy a car and it doubles. <laughs> If you, if you think that true joy is in these things, it's a big lie. True joy is not in these things. It's not in the buying of cars. These things are luxurious. They're luxurious. It doesn't guarantee true joy. You will get a fake joy. You'll be happy today and be crying tomorrow. Uh, I know somebody who is having nothing, yet you can't take the joy the inward joy, the inward peace he is enjoying, you can't take it from him. You can't compare him to a rich man. There are some people that don't have anything but they look like rich men because they have encountered the true well. They are, they, they are fighting from the true well that Christ has placed in them. Not from the well of the world. Hello? Hello? Are we together? So, divine joy, divine joy is inward. If you want to encounter divine joy, it is inward. It is the spirit that gives us. If, if you dwell in Jesus and Jesus dwells in you, and that particular joy I am looking for shall be guaranteed unto us. Let me tell you something. Who is the world's richest man? 
Who's the world's richest man? If anybody's having an idea, the world's richest man. I think it'd be called Google. Don't go and Google. The answer is not on Google. Who is the world's richest man? You hear Bible students and they say, yes, Pastor. Elon Musk. The world's richest man is Solomon. The world's richest man is Solomon. If you enter into the word of the Lord and you convert his things, even into today's dollars, nobody can beat him. Elon Musk is the world's richest man, it is true. But the world's richest man is Solomon. I'm about to tell you something. So, even this man that is the world's richest man, Bernard Arnold, you don't want to type it. It is true. Bernard Arnold. See, Bernard Arnold, I bet you, Elon Musk. I'm going to be no better to Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. Do you know that this man called Solomon was gifted with extraordinary wisdom? Very, very wise. He was knowledgeable. He was having understanding. And he was even a fabulous musician too. He wrote a lot of things. In Ecclesiastes, he wrote a lot of a lot of things. If you read songs of Solomon, say, The reason why I'm quoting this man's name, Mansa Musa, or is Solomon? Means we meet Mansa Musa. So when I go check him, Solomon. I want to read the profile of that guy. Uh, I, I have done that. And then I went into the, the, the Bible and I, I tried to also put together the things that Solomon had. The Bible makes it very clear. A day, a conhumana Solomon, a boho. So serious. That is not my target. I would have gone in there. Small. The man was rich. But I tell you, it got to a time he said something. He said, vanity upon vanity. All these riches I have. I couldn't find the true joy. So being the Bibian notes, vanity upon vanity. It means that joy was not found. He was in search of certain things, but he didn't find it. Why? Because it got to some time, he left his source and started following the gods of the Gentiles. And so the once very wise man, when he started writing the Ecclesiastes, he was saying, <laughs> he himself was saying that he was, he was no more a wise king. A man that was used to be the wisest king that we all admire and cherish. It got to a time that, sir, because he left his source, because he left his source, he started to become a foolish man. All that he wanted to receive, he never had. Because he neglected his relationship with God. He neglected his relationship with God. If you read 1 Kings chapter 11 verse 6. His heart was divided with other loves. If you read 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 3. You compare it with 1 Kings chapter 11 verse 1. Many time will come because of time. You will get to know. This man started well, but it got to a time. He didn't end well. And you, you get to know that even in the final analysis, Solomon became one of the most disenchanted men of all time. Mommy, 
human love does not satisfy if you think that uh, 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 when somebody loves me I'll become complete human love does not satisfy human love it does not satisfy human love it doesn't satisfy human love does not satisfy it is the love of Jesus the love of God that satisfies human love does not give true joy are you in search of true joy how do you know that you have the true joy of the Lord number one when you are drawing your life from the wells of salvation that is from Christ himself how do I know that I have true joy it is when I am drawing from the life of Jesus that is the wells of salvation I want to say I have the true joy of the Lord I have true joy when I am not drinking from other worldly sources and I'm not drinking from other worldly sources but I am drinking from Christ I get to know that after I have joy when I am not double minded when I am not unstable in all my ways I know that I have joy people that are not having joy they are always double minded how do I know that I have true joy <laughs> when you are not finding true happiness in human love rather than God's love find love from God not from human true joy our joy is not dependent upon favorable circumstances our joy it is not dependent upon favorable circumstances this thing favors me and so okay that is right no 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 it's not dependent on that sir even the ministry we are in it doesn't give joy true joy comes from god comes from the spirit of the living god success does not give joy you are praying to be prosperous tomorrow it is good you become prosperous but prosperity does not guarantee joy popularity does not guarantee joy i know people that are popular but they are always crying outside gentility home cry there are people that are popular but when they step out it be people that enjoy them they themselves they are going through a lot there is this lady that rose up to fame with her breast excuse my language i don't know whether don't mention her name please if you know you know she came to she she came to have fame with her miss lulu all of a sudden she became famous because of that do you know that today she's staying closer to where pastor i uh, uh, prophet eben stays Modino. He's staying closer to where I prophet Amen stays. Nobody is helping her because people, when people see her, they think that she's rich. But she's even <laughs> renting one room. Fame does not give joy. Fame. Marriage does not give joy. I'm not saying they are they are they are bad things though. but if your motive is that when i get married i'll get the joy no 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 true joy coming from jesus the wells of salvation i pray you don't get me wrong i'm not saying getting married is bad i'm married i can't say that but i'm letting you understand that if your focus is that when i get married i'll be i'll be joyful it's, it's not true there are people that are married but they are crying every day. 
If all that you have in your mind is that when I travel to UK, I'll be happy. It's not true. And I go to Canada, the way I'll be happy. I look at how Mama, Mama Joa talks or how she speaks. Look at her blood. I'll be happy. You think it'd be easy? I said, "Mama, drop any picture. Tell the colors here. If I brought it, I can't say. Okono anyashu ekura okala nkwande. Ebe fine. Mommy, you need to go. You can't call a bafi. Bye. At the moment, I brought it. Mommy, you invited. Ebe pe call a nia saa saa magana beyajuma. Mama, say all these things, sir. True joy is not in traveling." Because I tell you, people left Ghana as somebody. They have landed on somebody's land as nobody. Maybe you didn't hear me. I said, people left Ghana as somebody. Landed on somebody's land as nobody. True joy is not dependent on favorable circumstances. I believe you have read scripture. There is this scripture we always quote. I think it's in Psalm 16 or so. Psalm 16 verse 11. I say in his presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy is not in buying cars. Is in the presence of the Lord. When you have an encounter with Him, you feel the real joy. That is why I'm always advocating and admonishing that let's study, let's get time for God, and let's get an encounter for ourselves. That will show me the path of the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand. Our pleasures forevermore. That will show me the path of life. What is the path of life? That is his presence. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy can never be given to you by the world. I walk back on my in his presence is fullness of joy there is something greater than marriage I'm not saying that I don't get married Mar- marriage is beautiful don't let these things kill your spirit break your spirit because no 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 you are looking for a certain amount of money hey I'm going to be to I say three bedroom may to be and I just Yeah, yeah, I'm preaching. 
we na so see eno na unya wani be dia o dia ntwa so mpritie 120000 dollars so 120 to 130 require conversion away 16 billion come on We 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 hear him in the tears. We are coming to say, "Abraham made me two billion. Me I made him yes, he died. Only a thousand years can hold on to that one. I made him with the two billion. Me I made him me spent many a three bedrooms. So for the kicker, for the kasa. Only only a certain one. I told you I abuaba park no so. May the Lord help us. I remember growing up I said to myself that when I get to a stage in life and I I I can buy land I will buy a house I don't know whether I I must change that say or I must hold on to it I think I must hold on to it hey hmm. let's push you preach when you so true joy it's not in these material things obina masasi so amuna sa Why? Onika. Hey, what is your work here, Kunida? Obi kura waka. Ori enkunumbo. Let's put that one aside. Somebody is having a car, but repairs. He can't even fuel it. What about that? True love is true joy. Sorry, is not in these material things. Don't you ever think that when you get these things, that is when you'll be fulfilled? It's not true. true joy can only be found in Christ it's not true true love can only be found in Christ can i tell you something that joy i'm talking about is able to cause you to overcome persecution when people are persecuting you 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 will overcome it you can overcome it we'll read the book of acts chapter 5 verse 41 you got to know some people were persecuted even during the act they were happy that is the true joy it is that true joy that is able to cause us to go through atrocities turbulences challenges with a smiling face because the lord is our strength come on because the lord is our strength because the lord is our strength what you are going through can never kill you about you shall please you okay the lord is our strength the lord shall build you differently in the name of jesus and every good thing he has said about your life every good thing he has promised you you bring it to pass May the Lord lead you to always draw from that well. May you always draw from that well. God bless you, Hannah. May you always draw from that well. That even in the midst of challenges, you will still afford a smile. You will still afford a good countenance. Or how be and we be to me and say what about that? I just say when you Christo ni. The Lord is yours. He is for you, and you are for Him. Any time something knocks on your door that is evil, remember to draw from the well of joy. Remember to draw from the well of joy. And one prayer you must be asking because by this strength by this joy you get strength one prayer you must be praying is that oh lord help me grow in the fruit of joy hallelujah help me grow in the fruit of joy mommy these these nine fruits you are talking about they are all important How amazing it is. 
They are expecting you to cry. But you are not crying. Because you, 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 you are drawing from the well of joy in you. That is Christ that lives in you. Ah! Christ lives in you. And you are complete in him. Everything about your life shall forever be complete in you. In the name of Jesus. So from today, I pray for you. May you begin to bear the fruit of joy. May you begin to bear the fruit of joy. May you begin to bear the fruit of joy. In the name of Jesus. I said, may you begin to bear the fruit of joy. In the name of Jesus. May you begin to bear the fruit of joy. In every quarters of your life. In every department of your life. May you begin to bear the fruit of joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is your portion. And you shall walk in it. Because you have, you have come to know this truth. This truth shall set you free. Because you have come to know this truth. I declare. Your walls are fortified. Nothing can break into your wall. To touch on your life. Touch on your destiny. Touch on your health. Nothing shall break into that wall. In the mighty name of Jesus. When things go worse. Remember. To draw from the well of joy. In Jesus mighty name. Amen.